ESPN LA 710. We've talked about Alzheimer's on the show before, like what the family goes through, what type of groups are out there for caregivers to receive information, what's going to happen to my mom or dad down the line, what should I expect? There are so many things that happen when your family member, your loved ones get this horrible disease. Most important thing that I feel you know, going through something like this is just be patient. Be patient with them and forgive yourself when you're not. In the new film short called My Mom and the Girl is a true story based on an odd encounter that an East Coast woman with Alzheimer, who is Valerie Harper, has one night in East L.A., and Liz Torres plays her caregiver. Here to talk about this award-winning film, My Mom and the Girl, is the director, producer, writer, and actor Susie Singer-Carter and Don Marie Ferrara, who also plays an actor in this movie and is also a producer, writer, director. Ladies, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Susie, what is your film about? It's a, a very small story that, that throws a wide net. It's a, it's a story... Uh, one evening when my mother, who had Alzheimer's, has Alzheimer's, I should say, and she lived with me for a year. And one evening she had a very interesting encounter in East L.A., as you said, and it was related back to me with from her caregiver. And every time I told the story at a party or at lunch or with friends, whatever, everyone hands down 100% said, you have to film this. And it was, um, it was, it was, it was, there was no other way around it. I had to film it because the story was was so beautiful that I felt it needed to be shared. And I was introduced to your film by Don Marie. And, you know, she was telling me about the issues that you talk about in the film, with it, which is Alzheimer's and caregivers and Caregivers yeah. is, you know, especially in, important for me. I think they're very, well, money can't buy a caregiver, really. I mean, you have to have a huge heart. Can you talk about that process in, in writing the film? The thing about, for me, it's been, a, it, it, you know, nobody really teaches you what to do when someone you love is, is sick or when they have a disease that's, that's going to get exponentially worse as time goes on. So, you know, it's not a life skill we're taught. And especially when it's your parent, and then especially when it's a parent that is your best friend. And it's a very difficult journey that you kind of stumble through. And when it comes to caregivers, there's, you know, we ran the gamut. I'm, I'm a caregiver. I found that, you know, I'm not unusual in other, in other families. It, it, it seems to go the same, the same sort of uh, process where one person usually steps up and is the caregiver and everybody else kind of, you know walks away or turns their back or makes justifications because usually because they're just afraid or they don't understand the disease or they just, it's too hard for them to face. So, you know, and then finding help to help my, to help me help my mom was a, a journey in itself. And so we ended up finding someone who wasn't really trained to be, a, you know, a quote unquote, mm -hmm. uh, senior care giver. She was a, uh, an incredible angel who was uh, a babysitter for my daughter when I was working full time. She was a nanny and had ended up becoming part of our family, knowing and loving my mom and loving her so much that she was able to be a caregiver 
you know, beyond beyond the skills of anybody that we ever hired. So we were so fortunate. And but those are the kinds of things that you don't know until until you go through it. And and it's trial and error to a certain point. So I wanted to I wanted to take my story and pull the curtain back and maybe, you know, shorten that journey for others. And Don Marie, can you talk about what you felt when you read the script? When I read the script, I just was blown away. I was blown away by the humor that's on the page. It is on the page. Um, Susie did such, I mean, the, the, the movie's amazing. And, and it, that she wrote it and it was her life story. And she was able to, to retell it in a way where, you know, when you hear about stories about Alzheimer's and the movies that have been out there, they kind of get dark. Yes. And they kind of get sad. You have a coined phrase that, I, that I've now heard you say, uh, Susie. Uh, this is a joyous look at Alzheimer's. And so it made me want to be a part of it and help bring this joy for others, you know, out there in the making of this film and the little part that I had in the film. You know what I'm saying? There are no little parts. So <laughs> I know. I love it. My piece of the puzzle. So in looking at it from my piece of the puzzle as what I would be bringing to the table, I was like, yes, how can I serve this story? Now, Don Marie, watching your journey, because you shared every bit of the story with me and your all your friends and family on on Facebook and on Instagram and I remember you posting the uh, the photo of you in the officer outfit and I was like oh my god look at Don Marie but I mean seriously your your spirit and your joy really made me take interest in oh what is this movie about oh who is Susie mm-hmm. Singer Carter oh my goodness Valerie Harper Susie how did you get Valerie Harper and Liz Torres to be a part of this wonderful award-winning movie oh thank you well I wrote a script uh, that that Valerie loved I just sent it to her uh, manager slash husband who I had never met. And sometimes those incredibly crazy things like your, you know, things get done on merit, which is often Mm. not the case, happened to be one of those times. And I didn't know, Valerie didn't know if she could sing, what her background was. I knew her from Rhoda and that was it. (laughs) And I don't, and I don't remember what made me think of her, but I'm so glad I did because I don't know if anyone played it as well as she did. And what about Liz Torres? Oh, well, Liz, that was interesting because Valerie's husband, Tony Cacciotti, who's also a producer with us, had mentioned, he said, hey, have you thought of anybody for the role of Irlanda, who is the caregiver? And I said, I have, but, you know, I'm open to suggestions. And he he had mentioned that Liz and and Valerie did a series together in the 90s called The City. And they had this crazy rapport and um, mutual, a mutual admiration club between the two of them. And he wondered if, you know, what I thought. And I I thought, she's awesome. She's fantastic. I know mm. her work. I would love to meet with her. And just meeting her was proof enough for me. I could tell how much she loved Valerie. And, I, and that was the most important part. I don't usually read actors. I see their work, I'll see tape, and then I have to meet them. And you can tell by their, by their soul mm-hmm. <laughs> if, they, if they're capable. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm sure all the actors are going to be coming to you now. I don't want to audition. I just want to meet you, Susie. <laughs> yeah, that's about fair enough. I, I feel, you know what? 
I think because I've been an actor, and I, I'm sure, surely I'm gonna, I could be surprised. But for the most part, you can tell by looking at someone's work from before and then meeting them what they can bring to the party. Now, did you and Don yeah. Marie, did you guys know each other before? We met in hip-hop class. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Like <laughs> right. You <know. laughs> of course. It's a Hollywood story like you do. <laughs> right. Yep. I, I, East Coast meets West Coast. New, new girl in class. I told her to get out of my spot. She said, all right, I will, and moved like one foot away. And <laughs> I did not move, yeah. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Yeah, we just, we just, I just I loved her energy. She was literally the yang to my yang, but we, you know, and I, uh, long story, but I ended up seeing her short film, and I saw her by this very kick-ass, badass cop who I was very impressed with, and I thought, that's a great idea. I want my cop, I want the cop to be a female, and I wanted the wow. cop to be, you know, and I, I knew she could handle it. There was, there was not even a question in my mind, and I just hoped that she would say yes because <laughs> I was paying zero to nothing. No, uh-huh. I paid, you know, we had low-budget bag, which was, I want, you know, I just which is not a, a hell of a lot of money, but I just hope that she would say yes, and she did. Yeah, that process was crazy because, like you said, when you meet somebody, you don't know what they do. We were in hip-hop class. We were enjoying ourselves. We were just, you know, it was our our class is our therapy, really. <laughs> and, uh, and I felt okay giving her my film and then had no idea that she was, that she had written this movie, and the next thing I know, I'm being sent this beautiful script. That's awesome. Now, Don Marie, yeah. did you have any experience with Alzheimer's? No, none whatsoever. I mean, the closest thing I had to, you know, when my grandmother, who was was the woman who raised me, was in the last stages of cancer when I was younger, mm-hmm. though she did uh, fall into a dementia state where she wouldn't know who I was. That would yeah. be the closest thing. It's, it's you know, like where you're seeing the, the woman who is the, the strength, your, your pillar of strength, you know, turn, turn into just, you know, just a delicate flower yeah. where you're just, you don't know how to, you don't know how to handle it. Right. Really. It's hard to process. Yeah, it's hard to yeah. process. I think it's interesting because as far as, as you know, Don Marie or um, his, the other actors that were playing the supporting roles that really hadn't experienced Alzheimer's took it. They really took to heart the the conversations that we had, and I was I was it was really heartwarming to see that. I think you know the the stage that my mom is at in the film is probably the most difficult stage in Alzheimer's for the family and for caregivers and for the the person themselves because it's it's when they're straddling the fence. I, I like to say because mm. one foot in their old, where, where they used to live mm-hmm. and one foot into this very scary unknown and they're fighting yeah. it. They're fighting it so hard and they're, and they're trying to hold on to their dignity. They're trying to hold on to what was and it's so difficult and it's difficult for everybody for a thousand reasons and the, the humanity, I wanted to show the humanity that I experienced with my mom that year that I didn't know existed, that, you know, the cop, the cop that, you know, pulled, pulled over because he thought that my mom was being kidnapped and then realized what was going on and then, and then the humanity that was exhibited. Or the valet parker who I, I, was, I thought would, was 
I was mortified. I thought that, you know, my mom was completely alienating or, or you know, frightening people. And, and, and no, I, gave, I didn't give people enough credit. I just didn't. And, and, it, and that's part of being a caregiver is that you don't, you know, you got your own things that you're learning, too. So in so many ways, this experience is as horrible as it's been. It's, it's been, like I say, it was the, it's the worst and best time of my life. And if we can speak to the best part, you guys just came back from Cannes winning uh, two awards there. Yes. Can, you, can you talk about what you won? <laughs> Take it, Susie. Take it. Well, you know, we were in the American Pavilion, which is the, the, the umbrella of, of Cannes Film Festival, which is, you know, where they acknowledge emerging filmmakers. And we were acknowledged, um, we were the jury pick for, actually, um, honorable mention. Honorable mention. Never, yeah, which they've never had for the LGBTQ award, which is interesting because the girl in my film happens to be transgender. It's not about transgenderism. It's not about, you know. Uh, but, but that's the thing. What you just said, she just happens to be. And that's what I that's what I feel is the acknowledgement of it. And that's where it makes people see themselves. It's not if they she just she is, you know, she is transgender and it's not a part of the bigger story. But that is life. But and what's so great about it is the story when when my mom does meet this woman and my mom, you know, when she tells her that she's a transgender, my mom, you know, to her, she's she's just a gorgeous woman and get over yourself. (laughs) <laughs> and my mom, you know, which I found so beautiful. My mom would have been that way anyway, but her filters at this point were even more removed. And all, you know, all she saw is what she saw, and that that was such a great message. And and mm. the two of, and the you know these three women end up just affecting each other's lives in such a beautiful way. And without this disease, would never have had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. So. You know, we cut, we we live in bubbles, and, and sometimes these kinds of tragedies pop the bubbles, and and then you find this beauty that you never knew was there. Yes, I was just going to add to it that my mom, the girl, also won the KCET Fine Cuts Award at the American Pavilion as well. How did you guys feel when you guys are like taking up all these awards and people are like them again? What? <laughs> you know what? It, it, it felt good. It felt good. It, it's like it's interesting. I've I've always been a little um, shy about good fortune, and you always feel like, well, is it? You don't want other people. I don't know. I've been very sensitive to it, but it's interesting. Well, it's how, very personal for you. I mean, it's a it's a yeah. true story. It's your story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is, and and I think I think my resistance to initially film this story and write this story is is validated. The, the validation for having gone through it is so wonderful for me because I I had no idea how how the reach of this film. I had no idea how it would touch. I had no idea mm. the, the 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 span of demographics that it touches, and so I'm really really grateful for that because. If, you know, if you can't share through a bad experience, then you've just wasted it. So this has been such a so rewarding for that reason. And you know, of course, it's it's nice to know that your filmmaking is is respected. That's a beautiful thing, and I'm very you know that makes that's very it's it's nice to be acknowledged for that. But I'm I'm loving all, that the story is touching, and I'm hoping that 
it continues to do so and so that we can change the conversation. Exactly. And uh, Alzheimer's is it, it can hit so suddenly that people in your family are like, what What's going on? And then you have your parent yelling back at you some craziness and you're like, what? Mom, what? I don't understand what you're saying. That's just totally crazy. And then if you don't know about it, if you don't know about this disease and dementia and all of that, you're thinking, you know, okay, this person has lost it. And you're trying to defend something that doesn't need to be defended because it's not what reality is. How did you, how did you? It's not reality. Yeah. It's a new reality. It's a brand new reality. And and it is what it is. And so you know, I, and I, I've done Ray's heard me say this before when I, I filmed a lot of, of my mom during that period and when she was living with me. And I look back at some of those pieces that I've videotaped and I and I cringe because I was so I was so demanding and mm. I and only because I wanted her to be who she was. And I say, you know, mommy, you know, this you you know that. Come on. What day is it? What who is this? What year is it? Da 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 da. And I grilled her like a grill sergeant. I want to, I want to just smack my face because I, 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 but you know, I didn't know better. And as I learned, I realized, oh, okay, you, I can't force her to be back where she was. I have to lean into her. And so that's what you do. You lean into them and, and let them be where they're at and help and just enjoy. Which is what I love, you know, like seeing, seeing the film being, being appreciated by the audience members at the film festivals that we've been in so far and seeing, the, like how Susie had said, the different demographics that come up to her. The connecting factor is that she has opened something in them in a way that they can take home with them because it's usually someone who's dealing with a, a parent or someone that they love that is in the throes of Alzheimer's. And I'm, I feel like I'm going to start to cry. Um, but, um, and she gives them a gift of how to actually start the new conversation with their loved one, which I, I just think is just so beautiful. It's just so beautiful, Susie. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. I, it is, it's beautiful to, also, I, you know, I've re- we've gotten responses from people who have already been through it. They've been through this journey and lost their parents. And then watching the film, they say, oh, my God, you told my story. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, you know, and, they, and they, they cry. I mean, I've had grown men cry, come up and hug us yeah. after, write me letters, you know, and, and just say the most beautiful things. So... If you want to know the true awards, those are, and I'm not being trite about it, they really She's are. Not being trite. Yeah. Those are the awards, and I and I and I treasure them. You know, I, I, that thing I'm, I, I got, I get choked up about for me is, like when we were in Cannes and and we were given the awards, and I thought, I really wish my mom could know how much her spirit is is affecting and and what you know the gift that she's giving. By, by hanging in, and and allowing me to learn through her, and 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 letting me share her story, she would be so. She'd say, "Why? What are you doing? Why me?" <laughs> and I'd say, yeah. "Because because you're because you're incredible, Mom." She'd go, "That's true." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I will add that she is helping to create it all too. And and on some level, I know what you're talking about, like consciously that if she could be conscious of it, but I do feel her spirit with us yeah. it's in the film and then she's affecting everybody but i also feel her somewhere around 
you know, even in the, the yeah. screenings and stuff. You know, she's there. She's enjoying it all. She does feel it. That's my belief anyway. So, so I, hope, I hope so. And yeah. I know we're so connected, my mom and I. So when I do go see her and I tell her things, even if I know she's not going to, or I don't, you wouldn't know or think that she's absorbing it. I'm, I, I tell her everything anyway. That's good. That's I tell her great. the whole thing. I, and whatever she grasps is fantastic. So what is your relationship with her now? My mom is, it's interesting, you know, it's such a, it's such a uh, unpredictable disease. And every, I, there are definitely stages that, that manifest in, in a, in a spectrum of, of similarity for most, for, for people that have the disease. But then there's these, you know, idiosyncrasies based on the human, <laughs> the individual human. And my mom is such a, such a strong personality and such a, a a loving fun loving deep loving person that that still remains and she is in very progressive she's in a wheelchair she eats with her hands she would kill herself if she knew and she's you know but when she sees me she says there you are there you are there's my beautiful girl and I and she knows who I am she may not remember my name but we mm-hmm. sing together we laugh we i still get i cuddle it you know i cuddle up and i think well i i may my mom may not all be here but she's here mm-hmm. and i'm gonna mm-hmm. enjoy that as long as i can yes definitely definitely and we still connect we we connect you know through music so much i mean the music is is a huge huge tool that i use and it opens doors you have to be patient with people with Alzheimer's, sometimes, if, you know, people give up too soon. They'll say, oh, they they're, they don't recognize me. They're not, they can't remember, blah, blah, blah. If you sit with them for an hour, give them time, be patient. They're going to look up and go, see, it, it, the synapses are work, aren't working very quickly, but it, some of them still work, and it makes, and it fills them up. Yes. And they, they mm. that, that feeling stays with them and that feeling of, of well-being. Yeah. I've seen the opposite. I've seen the opposite because I've, I've spent too much time in assisted living and I've seen, and it's heartbreaking when people don't have people that come and visit. Oh, yes, very much so. I saw the Alzheimer's Association was a part of your movie as well. How did you get this partnership? Um, well, I, when I was raising money through Indiegogo, I, I, which I'd never done, it was daunting to me, but I, I had heard about fiscal sponsors and, you know, it was just, uh, just through pure naivete that I, I happened to send some information and queries to, uh, uh, one organization, one organization that I'd heard of that's very, um, it's run by a, a, a manager that I know here in, in LA who's very, very well known with a lot of actors she'd work with uh, some of the actors that I've worked with in my other films and her father had started this organization called us against Alzheimer's which is stationed in um, Washington so I I pitched them the idea to be our fiscal sponsor which gives us a, a nonprofit status and also by doing so I can I you know was helping them by giving them a portion of whatever I raised it was very symbiotic. And then we also, I had met the CEO, Susan Galeas, from Alzheimer's Greater Los Angeles, which 
she's an incredible woman, and she fell in love with our movie as well. And so, as you know, there's there's about four other films that they support, and we it's it's symbiotic. We support them because we're getting their message out, and they support us. So, you know, it's it's a bit it's team team Alzheimer's out there. Nobody nobody wants this disease. We want to get rid of it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, yeah. And Don Marie, I had the opportunity to go to a film festival with you a couple weeks ago, and it was really yes. amazing. But the thing that I I took from that at the end credits of all of those shorts, which were like what twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, there were a ton yes. of people that donated to the film to get that film up there and ready to view. And I went home and I was telling my husband. It takes so many people to make a film, even that short of a film. Sometimes the credits were almost as long as as the film. Right. Some of the films were five minutes long, and the credits were nearly as long as the film. Right. That yeah. blew my mind. Yeah. It, it, it is, and I'll let Susie take take this, you know, I will add to this from doing it for my own film and, you know, the, the film that I had done before where it was my personal story. It is weird to go through the fence of things, to ride the fence of help me make this story and, you know, and, and how you help me make this story. I need money, you know. It, it's, it is difficult to ask. It makes it a little bit easier when you know that it's for a good cause. So, you know, that's why I think it was so smart of Susie to to go after the fiscal sponsorship because it also helps people to go, oh, and the money's not only going to make the film, it's attached to this greater purpose as well, and the greater purpose then feeds into the film. It's a really nice marriage. And you're also giving them a, a tax deduction, so and a you don't tax feel deduction, so, yeah. Yeah, so you don't, feel, you don't feel so, so bad about just straight out asking for money. And... <laughs> right. um, you know, I think raising money was, especially when you're doing crowdsourcing, that becomes a production in its own right. So that, yes, yes, you literally, like, if you really want to do a good job, you have to work it like a full time job, and it needs to be, you know, produced like like yeah. you would anything. And so, you know, who who knew? I didn't know until you delve into it. And then, of course, you go, oh, I get it. This is how you can, you have to do it in order to, to be successful at it. So I think, you know, I'm really proud of, of that stage of it and, and, and how we were able to pull it all together. And then, of course, our, our cast and crew and everybody who, who fell in love with the script and fell in love with the, the, the mission of the, of the movie. And it just became a, a family and everyone rooting for it and everybody loving it and, and, you know, being there because they wanted to be there, it, it shows up. It shows up in the film. Yes, yeah, that set was so beautiful to be a part of. I mean, I think even Valerie, and, and didn't Valerie say that to you too? And Liz, I yes. mean, like after all their years of experience, it was the one best of the most they beautiful did. sets. Yeah. Yeah. And now yeah. you guys are headed to the Palm Springs Film Festival. Uh, Domery, tell us about that and uh, what we should expect. Oh, wow. Well, we are going to the Palm Springs Film Festival. We screen on Wednesday, June 21st, Wednesday, June 21st at 1030 in the morning. We are a part of the All in the Family block. 
And it's going to be amazing. I looked at the the block of films that were a part of Susie. Did you get a chance to see them? Yeah. It's a great group of of films that we're a part of. Very good. Very good. Well, the Short Fest, Ponsier Short Fest is one of the the upper tier festivals. And it's one that we really wanted to be a part of because it caters to the demographic, really the the sweet spot of our demographics that that would love this film. So we're so excited to be a part of this this festival. It's it's a, it's an Oscar qualifier. It's top tier, and I and I think it will resonate with the audiences there. So we're ex- we're just over the moon. Yeah, and so- I mean, and it's going to be really hot. <laughs> oh yes, Palm so Springs. We're, yes, we're making sure and to our sunscreen. <laughs> Not much clothes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> With a mere 115 degrees. That's all. That's you know, all after, after 100, it all feels the same. Right. You know? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, so, th- so this film is a film short. So is this going to go into a feature film, do you think? Like, what is the next step for this film? Besides winning, you know, other awards. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, no, there's definitely um, we have things, you know, in our purview and that there's there's been discussion after our first cast and crew screening. Everybody <laughs> systematically came up and said, OK, great trailer. What happens to these women? We, we must know. <laughs> so I've, I am I have a script ready for a feature and would love to do that because I think it will, it, you know, it was it, it's a. It will be, you know, that just that much more impactful. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've also discussed doing a special using the the short as a as a a jump off point for conversation for broadcast, which would be great just to keep it out in the in the public. There's just there's not enough there's not enough conversation about Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then also a series we've been talking about a series. I had developed one at Fox for. Um, Fox Studios, and at the time, this was a couple of years ago. You, you know, the old, the word "old" was like a four-letter word. <laughs> so, <Ooh>. I'm, yeah. <laughs> hey, it's only three. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait a really? second, wait. Bottom <laughs> check. So you know, it was you know. So I think maybe maybe our timing might be might be slightly better now, and I'm hoping so because you know, comedy is a great is a is a, a great tool to uh, bring up topics that aren't that appealing. Yes. So if you can use humor, that's often a great door. There's a lot of different ways we can go. All and you know, or and and all of them. Maybe all of them would be great. Yes, all of them. <laughs> Let's not limit ourselves, right? That's what right. I'm saying. No, there's no limit. Well, no limit. If you can leave our listeners with some advice on how they should go about helping their parents or their family or friends with Alzheimer's or a caregiver, what would you say, Susie? Oh my gosh, that's a that's a big question, friend. <laughs> but you know, I, I and I said it already is that thing about the disease is that you you can't you can't expect your family member to lean towards you you need to lean towards them and help them be where they're at that's the most loving thing that you can do is to help them go through the journey walk them across the bridge 
and and you know with as much love and respect and patience that you can have we're not saints we are going to get impatient it's it's a hard disease for everybody and especially when it's happening to someone that you love mm-hmm. so just know that it's hard give yourself permission to be pissed off about it it's you know, it's the disease sucks. It's the worst. It's the longest disease. It, it, it can last for a decade or more. My mom's had it now for 10 years, going mm-hmm. on 10 years. And um, so it, it's mm-hmm. something that, you know, you must learn to navigate. So just love yourself and love the person that has it and, and have patience with both with yourself and that person. And, and, and know that it's, it, it, you're not alone. You, there's so much help out there. There's so many organizations like, like us against Alzheimer's, like Alzheimer's Greater Los Angeles. Just talking to other people. Go if your parent is in a assisted living. Go talk there. Spend some time there, and 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 get to know the caregivers there. They're amazing people. They're angels. Yeah. And they will mm. just watch how they work with the with the patients and the residents. You'll see how beautiful and what kind of responses they get. And, you know, you, you need to do that. It's, it, you know, it's the, it's, it's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it definitely is. And Don Marie, if we um, want to find out more information about my mom and yeah. the girl, how can we do that? Okay. You can put in the Palm Springs film festival, pull up the website and you can find the tickets on that website and just come down and, and help support us by, by filling, helping us fill the theater. And then tell two friends and tell two friends. And, and so, so on and so on and so on. You can also go to mymomandthegirl.com. And there's a, there's a link there for to buy tickets. And it'll also tell you upcoming uh, festivals that we will be attending. Um, we're also going, we're going to be in Atlanta in July. And then we're going to be in Rhode Island in Rhode August. Island. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. You guys got a lot of traveling on your hands. That's wonderful. Well, I, I want to. Cans to Palm Springs. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wonderful. And as, again, uh, thank you guys so much for sharing your journey and your passion um, in My Mom and the Girl. Again, starring Valerie Harper and Liz Torres, along with Susie Singer-Carter, who's the CEO, writer, producer, and actor in the film, and Don Marie Ferrara, who also plays an actor in this movie and is also a producer, writer, director. Thank you, ladies, for joining me here today. Thank you so much for having us, Laverne. Yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it and giving us a platform, and, and you're amazing. You're adorable. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, you are. Again, <laughs> go check it out. My Mom and the Girl in theaters now in Palm Springs. <laughs> All right. I'm Laferne yes, Cusack. Well, it's true. It's true. Yes. <laughs> I'm Laferne <laughs> Cusack, and this is The Experience here on ESPN LA. ESPN LA 710.